Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches. Brought to you by Balanced Habits, the leading coaching, certification, and licensing company offering consumers a foodication and sustainable, healthy nutrition. Welcome to this episode of Box Talk. I'm here with a very special guest. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Nicole Coyne. I am a registered dietitian, and I also own a nutrition company and a CrossFit and a consulting company, Healthy Steps Nutrition and CrossFit HSN. So in other words, you're very busy all the time. <laughs> I have a great team, so we, we work together. <laughs> That's good. I love it. If you have a successful team, you can do a lot of things with a lot of things. So awesome. Well, Nicole, as always, I want to just hear your story. I mean, obviously, you, you did some stuff to get to where you are today, and we're sitting here talking, so obviously something happened. Um, you go ahead and just, you know, give us your backstory. How'd you kind of get into the industry and get where you are today? Yeah. So, um, I guess it goes back quite a while ago. Um, when I was young, my mom was diagnosed with cancer and we completely changed our eating habits. We cut out all the sugar and all the processed foods. And it really got me thinking at a young age, how important nutrition is to your health and overall wellness. And it just doesn't really, Yes, of course, a lot of people want to lose weight, but my focus is disease prevention and really optimal health and living longer. Uh, so I knew nutrition was important at a young age, and I cheered in college at University of Florida. Go Gators, I know you're in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You know, you got to support your own. You got to support your own. Uh, so I, I cheered at University of Florida, and they thought some of us had eating disorders, and we definitely didn't eat the best and didn't eat as often as we should or fuel around our workout. So they sent us all to a dietitian. And, you know, as soon as I left that office, I decided, okay, I know exactly what I want to do. Nutrition can be a field. I can help people understand how to eat to achieve whatever goals they might have and uh, really take something that I'm super passionate about. And that I, I already love it so much and, and help other people. So that's where it started. I changed my major the next day, went to school for six years to become a dietitian and was working in a private practice at the time, started working with the, um, the University of Florida athletics team with the football um, just to kind of help them and get some more experience with sports nutrition. And that's how I became a dietitian. And at the same time, I, I found CrossFit, a friend of mine, had asked me um, after I stopped cheering, like, hey, come come do this thing with me. And she had always talked about it, and I thought it was a cult. I'm like, I'm not going. You guys are crazy. Uh, I don't want to do it. I like my little routine. And then, of course, she drug me in there one time, and I haven't looked back since. So 10 years later, I'm still doing it, <laughs> still love it. Uh, so, yeah, we I was doing CrossFit, um, moved down to South Florida, got a job at a hospital, uh, and – was on the other end of nutrition, not where I wanted to be. Everyone was already sick. They didn't really want to change their health or lifestyle or anything. They just wanted another medication. And I am a full believer that we can do a lot of things with, you know, the power of nutrition can help so many people and you don't necessarily need another pill. You can do a lot of the stuff with your lifestyle and what you fuel your body with and how, how you move around. So um, I started working, uh, open up healthy steps nutrition at the same time I was at the hospital. Um, it was, it was interesting <laughs> coaching CrossFit at the same time. I, I got my level one. 
Uh, and then it got to a point where I was doing all these things. I'm like, what, what does my perfect day look like? I, uh, hired a mentor and I was like, I want to get away from the hospital. I want to do this full time. And I did, I opened up, I stopped working at the hospital, ran with healthy steps nutrition. Uh, it got busy and I opened up a office inside of a CrossFit I was coaching at another CrossFit, and then I was like, you know what? And my husband, I met him at a CrossFit. I'm like, it's meant to be. We just need to open up our, our own shop, and we did it. It's been almost exactly a year since we opened up CrossFit HSN, and it has been so rewarding. It's been so fun, and yeah, that's really kind of where, where it landed me today. I got, uh, I started working with a CrossFit in North Florida, helping her implement nutrition services really um, doing something similar that we do in my private practice, minus the medical nutrition therapy part. Chris Cooper found out about it and was like, I, I think this could help a lot more people. And I started working with quite a few of his boxes and then started writing with you guys, writing with the CrossFit journal, wrote a book on how to implement nutrition services. And then, yeah, that's what, that's where I am today. <laughs> oh my goodness. So where you have to eat so well, because you need all the energy to do all the things. So goodness gracious. But and Chris Cooper, shout out to him. He is a great, great person. So it's kind of neat that he saw what you had and was like, yeah, let's let's do something with this. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's insane. So I'm just kind of curious. So what has it been like having, you know, everything together in one place, you know, versus kind of the different pockets? Like what have been the benefits of that? You know, so healthy steps nutrition is the main umbrella at our facility. It looks like, you know, our signs is a big healthy steps nutrition sign. It says CrossFit underneath. And really, you know, we focus on nutrition from day one with members. So a lot of our clients started off as nutrition clients and then came into the fitness side. Uh, and if they originally came into fitness, they soon got into nutrition too. So we just really integrate both pieces so people see really good results and they feel better. They're performing better. They're getting off cholesterol medication there. I have a guy who started through a corporate challenge and he came in with diabetes. He now has it controlled, no, no longer on medication, doing amazing in just a few months. And it really had to do with his nutrition. And yes, the exercise helped a little bit, but if you didn't dial in his nutrition, he's not going to manage his blood sugar. So if you're really able to put both pieces together, it you can help so many more people see results so much faster. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And it's interesting because you kind of have it flipped, whereas I think a lot of gyms, it's fitness first. And yeah, you're yep. nodding your head going, yes, uh-huh. But you guys have nutrition first. And I'm kind of curious, Nicole, because I think sometimes – like affiliate owners just have a hard time talking about nutrition with people. Like they're just, you know, where do I even begin? Or I don't want to like push anybody's buttons and make them upset. But where do you even start with a nutrition conversation? I know it's different for every person, yeah. but how do you kind of approach that with members? Cause it can be a tough subject. I think, you know, people are so confused because they read so much stuff on the internet and they have like paralysis by analysis, right? There's so much stuff thrown out there and they have no clue what to do or they try something for one week and then they switch to something for a different weekend. The way our society is, is people want instant results. And unfortunately, that's not real life. That's not how you can sustain long-term success. Is, Dang it. We all wish it I know. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. But really, you know, if you're talking about it from day one, whenever anyone comes in uh, to join our facility, to join our gym, the first thing we're talking about is, you know, what their goals are. And 99% of the time it's weight loss or getting in shape or something that that revolves around nutrition, too. Uh, we're testing their biometrics. We're looking like, hey, here's the numbers. Here's the facts of where you're at based on your BMI, based on your body fat percentage, based on your waist circumference around your waist. Not only do you want to lose weight, but for health reasons, you really do need to. Um, so if you, you're able to let people see the facts, not just um, – you know, yes, you want it to be an emotional side because they have to want to do it. But if you're able to really look at the whole picture instead of, okay, what's your exercise look like? All right, you're going to start off with on ramp and then you're going to jump into classes and not ever talking about nutrition from day one. It's going to be much tougher for you to talk about nutrition down the line because you've sold them on CrossFit and then, oh, wait, three months later, actually nutrition is important too. So if you talk about nutrition from day one with your people, then it's so much easier for them to understand that nutrition is going to be a part of their journey at some point. And some people might not be ready and that's okay. Uh, a lot of times, you know, I've had plenty of clients come in and they're like, Nicole, my nutrition, my nutrition's good. I'm like, okay, awesome. You're ready. You're good. Great. Well, if, when you're ready for more information or when you're ready, if you need any help, just let me know. Like you don't need to push it on people, but sure enough, I can bet you I'm thinking of three people off the top of my head. And all three of them are now nutrition clients too, because at some point they need help. They need accountability. They need support. They need a plan that's customized to them. And your job is to provide that support for them, not just the exercise. Or you outsource it and send them somewhere else. And then it's not under your umbrella, which happens quite a bit. And that's tough too, because if you're not involved with their plan, how are you going to ask them about it every time you see them? You're not. And they're going to see better results if they have increased accountability. Mm. So having something all in under one roof is more effective for your members, essentially. Yeah. No, and I'm kind of curious, Nicole, too, just with having coached CrossFit prior to even opening up HSN and, and doing you, all of that, I'm kind of curious, you know, how did you even, were you even able to approach nutrition with those members at the different gyms? Like, how did you as a coach, you know, when you know in your head, oh my gosh, this is such an important topic. And yet all you're really paid to do is just coaches people through fitness. Like, how did you incorporate that even into maybe that one hour you had with members? So, um, when I first moved down here, I started, um, as an athlete at a gym and the coaches and the owner at that gym, they, when people would ask them about nutrition, they would send them to me cause they knew I was a dietitian. And so at that point it was like, okay, well in my head, I'm like, why aren't they talking to them about it? They should be, it needs to come from them, not just me. Why, why are they pushing people? It was fine. I'm happy to talk with them, but I didn't understand why, they didn't feel comfortable or why they didn't talk about it. And when I went through level one, I, it, it clicked, you know, an hour long conversation about nutrition just isn't enough for people to feel comfortable answering questions that you're going to get asked because people have crazy questions. And a lot of times if your coaches are just basing, which happens every day, coaches are basing what they talk about nutrition off of their past experience you know, everyone's experiences are a little bit different. Everyone's tried something different. And now each coach is talking about something different instead of a consistent message between a gym. 
it's even more confusing for members. So the gym that I started at isn't where I started coaching at. And when I was coaching there, people would ask me about nutrition because they knew I had healthy subs nutrition at the time. And I was happy to talk to them and just answer little questions. I ran nutrition challenges. I started traveling the state of Florida doing nutrition seminars and challenges before we started the consulting business. And I was able to help people. But at the same time, there needs to be some accountability system in place. You know, people saw great results during a challenge. And even with the challenges that are run this month everywhere in a CrossFit, you know, January is a popular month to run a challenge. Uh, people are going to see good results. That's great. But what happens after those 30 days, you know, or 45 days or 28 days? That's where the magic happens. And if you don't have something in place after those 30 days, you're doing your members a disservice because they really need support after the challenge is over. And we talk about support and accountability. I guess, do you maybe have uh, practical examples of what that might look like? Meeting with the clients once a month, setting up wellness membership. So there's nutrition accountability plus CrossFit. Talking about your mem talking about nutrition to your members on a regular basis. For instance, every week we have a nutrition question of the day. On New Year's Day, it was what's one dietary thing that you're going to commit to in 2018. Uh, yesterday's question was something along the lines of like, what did you have for breakfast or what's your favorite snack food? So people went around and then at the end, the coach has a script of what they're going to say related to a snack. So we want to make sure that our snacks are paired with protein, carbs, and fat. You want a little bit of everything. Try to get some quick options that are readily available for you. If you're looking for a bar, try this. You know, some things that everyone can take away, something about nutrition during after that nutrition question of the day. I think until you keep it a consistent conversation with your members, they're not going to put nutrition as a priority because you're not projecting that it needs to be. Yeah, no. Um, I'm you brought up questions of the day. I love questions of the day. Not every gym yeah. does them. I'm just kind of curious. How? What do you think about you know utilizing that in class? We do it. So the way our warm up goes, we have everyone run a 200 meter lap around the building. Then they come in. We talk about whatever announcements are going out, and then we ask the question of the day. It's great because it it has nothing to do about CrossFit. Usually, it's something else. So it kind of lets us get to know all the members a little bit more, lets the members get to know each other. It opens up, everyone's laughing, have a good, you know, having a good time. And then for the nutrition pieces, it gives us a chance to give everyone a little bit of, give everyone a little nugget to walk away with. So they are like, oh yeah, I should try that. Oh, I should have something before I work out because this is the reason why. Oh, I probably need to drink more water because this is, you know, going to help my performance or help me lose weight or whatever. So by talking about those questions of the day, even in general, it's it's a great way to get to know your members and have everyone connect to each other. Yeah. So I was just I love I love that kind of stuff. So I just was kind of curious on your thoughts on it. Um, but Nicole, too, you're you know you're talking about uh, having that question of the day, like maybe be a nutrition question about hey, what's your snack, and then having a coach, you know, bring up you know maybe this is a great idea for a snack and a healthy um, option. Mm -hmm. How do you get your coaches on board with you know, backing you up and, and whatever, you know, healthy stuff nutrition stands for, you know, how do you get them like saying what the right snack is? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a continuous education thing for our coaches. Uh, when they first come in, we talk to them about nutrition. I have everyone kind of go through, um, like 
a sample week of what we tell people to do so that they know I tell them to try the recipes. Most of our coaches are cooking our recipes so they can say like, oh, this is my favorite recipe on the website. Oh, this is how you log your food. I'm doing it with you. If your coaches are all saying the same thing, then it's going to be so much easier. And it's a tough thing for, for us. I think it's a little easier because if someone's not on board from day one, they're not going to be hired at our gym. Um, but if they, for gyms that are running our nutrition program long after they get started, that's a serious conversation that we have to have with the gym owners. Cause if the coaches aren't on board, it's going to be very tough for a gym owner to run a nutrition program because they're not going to be around all the time. The nutrition coach is not going to be around all the time. You need your coaches to be able to talk educatedly about what nutrition program you're running and why it could help your members and be able to give them the steps to take action. So if someone comes up to a coach in a class, Hey, I really need help with nutrition. Okay. What is that coach going to say? You need to go book a no snack intro with our nutrition coach. Here's how you do it. Book it on the iPad. And then you can sit down and talk with her. If there's not that, if there's, Oh, just go talk to Mary, the nutrition coach. Well, if they never pull the trigger talking to Mary, now that person's fallen through the cracks. So you need to have standard operating procedures of, okay, what happens when someone talks about nutrition or asks about nutrition? What do they do? Who do they go to? And what do you as a coach, what do you tell people? And it needs to be the same message or else people are going to be so confused. And then you're going to have like programs competing for each other within a gym. And that's not fair to your members. They need, they need one clear path to go down and they need everyone's support doing so. Yeah. I know some coaches can eat Cheetos all day and you know, they'll be as fit as anybody. And then other coaches like, no, I have to really <laughs> eat well. Dial it so, in. Yeah. You're like, Ooh, we don't want you going to the Cheeto coach. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, but yeah, that's, that's a hard one. I think just get, trying to get everybody on board. And, and you brought up a great point of like, if they're implementing something now that's new and they've had coaches coaching with them for three, four five years who have always done it their way, that's kind of hard to get them over the, the hump of like, Hey, we all need to be on the same page, but education, I suppose. No. Education, making sure that they're the first ones to know. So if you have your coaches finding out about a nutrition program after you launch it, they're not going to be invested in it. They're like, why am I just now finding out about this? So having coaches meeting, talking to them, having the open conversation. All right. Why, why is whatever program you're going to run? Why is it going to help your members? And why does consistency need to be important? I think, you know, laying it all out there and having a meeting and talking about it or meeting with the coaches one-on-one, -on -one, however it needs to be done to ensure that everyone is on the same page is vital for any nutrition program to be successful. Are you looking to increase member performance in your box? Balanced Habits offers a nutrition profit center that will leave your competition in the dust. Learn more about the Balanced Habits food education programs by visiting partners.balancedhabits.com slash boxpro. I'm kind of curious, Nicole, when, when you're looking to hire coaches, do you look for any sort of nutrition background or education, or are you just like, mm, you are ready to mold and we're going to mold you in the ways of HSN? You know, I, even when I hire a dietitian, uh, to work with me, I can always teach the nutrition side of it. And even when hiring coaches, you know, you can, you can teach someone how to coach. You can't teach them to have a caring personality, someone that is, um, 
you know, open to feedback, someone that's, you know, ready to learn and ready to, you know, take on a bigger role. If they're not open and compassionate and a cheerleader, it's going to be very tough for them to run a nutrition program or be a coach. You know, I, that's a question I get asked commonly, you know, how do I pick a good person to, to fill the role of a nutrition coach? And it is, you want someone that's passionate about nutrition, someone that walks a walk. If you have a nutrition coach posting pictures of donuts and ice cream, and they're telling your clients not to do that, probably not going to gain the support of, of the nutrition, you know, the nutrition clients. So you need, you need someone that's compassionate, that's a cheerleader, that's motivated and someone that has that entrepreneurial spirit that they want to grow something and make it their own. So if you formulate a program that you can really allow a nutrition coach to grow it and, you know, make a additional source of revenue based on the money coming in, not a set hourly rate, then it's going to be beneficial for them. And it'll be beneficial for you. Hiring coaches, as long as they're open. And, you know, when I talk to them about nutrition, I tell them, you know, like, here's our philosophy. We push nutrition so much here because we know how important it is with our members. You have to be on board with it. Uh, we have a, a fitness period, my husband and I, before we opened the gym, oh my goodness, we didn't have power. And we had our car lights like shooting in the dark with a, a late, oh my gosh, we had this like, I don't even know. It was crazy, but we have this 15 foot fitness pyramid in our gym. It's huge. And nutrition of course is on the bottom. So it's a constant reminder for everyone that walks in our facility. Hey, nutrition's going to be a part of your journey at some point if it's not now. That's great. I love stories like that where it's like, do you remember when we did this crazy thing, but it turned out really well? Yeah, we're up on a sister lift at like nine o'clock at night, painting with like lasers to make sure the lines are even. And I'm not as OCD as my husband is. So he's like taking the tape off. It's taking the paint off. He's putting it back on. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. He's just like, okay, is this worth it? But it is. It is. Yeah. Because now our members you know. <laughs> But now looking at it, you're like, oh, I remember when that was a really painful evening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's fantastic, though. I love that. But that's great. I mean, that that is really good with the coaches and just kind of, you know, I love what you said of you really need to look at personality and, and the traits and versus maybe the skills or the knowledge because that can be taught versus you can't teach someone to be happy and positive. You just can't. Like No, no. They have to learn it on their own. So... And I'm kind of curious, Nicole, too, just, you know, having talked to so many gyms and so many different coaches, and I was curious if there may be any, you know, not not trends, but, but things you commonly see, maybe common mistakes you even see when it comes to nutrition and different affiliates. When you sit down and talk to them about HSN or when they maybe tell you what they've been doing, you're like, oh. Um, I didn't know if maybe there were any, like, common common themes or obstacles you see gyms, you know, continually uh, having that you're like, man, we, we got to stop this. We got to stop this now to help our members. You know, the biggest thing that we hear and it's with over 90% of the gyms we talk to, they tell me, you know, I, I know nutrition is important. I follow, you know, I eat healthy myself. Um, I've run nutrition challenges and that's it. That that's where that what's where it ends. Um, and, they understand they need to talk about it. They just don't know how. And that's one of the reasons why I started writing for the CrossFit Journal was because I'm like, 
we need to give affiliates more support here. They need to know, and, and you guys as well, you know, we need to help them understand how to implement a nutrition program, how to even start that conversation. Put it in your on-ramp program. Start talking about nutrition from day one. Keep it simple. Talk about cutting out all the sugar and drinking more water and the plate method. You know, just keep it simple. And, you know, if there's a consistent message with nutrition, that's the most important thing. You know, when I started the affiliate consulting program, basically affiliates are given all the resources they need to implement nutrition. I'm like, here you go. It's going to be great. You know, run with it. And, you know, we'll talk every month and you're going to, you're going to do awesome. I'm going to do a webinar to train you and you're, you're going to be great. And you know what? when I look at the people that do really well and then the people that do okay, the difference is the amount of consistent content they're putting out. You know, if you're consistently talking about nutrition with your members, they're going to see you as the expert. And if you're not, that's unfortunate because you're missing a huge piece of the puzzle that really will help them. You know, now we push content more than ever and we give affiliates nutrition tips to post in. Um, emails to send out talking about a nutrition tip in more detail and helping answer the questions that they're going to get asked by by members. And we we give them all to that. I'm like, here you go, copy and paste into your you know Mailchimp and send it out. And now you know they're getting it, and the programs are growing. And that is one of the common mistakes that we see. People run a challenge, then you never see a success story. You look at people's social media or their website, they don't have a nutrition landing page. They don't have any success stories related to nutrition. And when you walk inside their gym, nothing says nutrition on it. So if you walk into your facility and I'm going to bring up um, Brian Alexander with CrossFit Illumin, they have a love them. Um, they have a, their nutrition coach, Heather, she uh, made this huge nutrition board. It's like, four feet long, I would say, like you walk into their gym and it like catches your eye and it has a pit fitness pyramid on it. It has success stories on it, a recipe of the month, her nutrition hours, but any new person walking in the door is going to see that they offer nutrition right there. You know, and if you have that, if you have a constant message, you're talking about it, you're pushing consistent content, you have visuals inside of your gym talking about nutrition, they're going to go to you, not Weight Watchers or any of these online programs that have popped up or anywhere else are going to come to you because you've already built those relationships with them. Mm, that's really good. That is very good, Nicole. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So guys, if anything, make a board, <laughs> make a board, do like, something, <laughs> do something, put a, put a, get, get your car lights, drive up to your gym at 9 PM and paint a pyramid. Um, but uh, Nicole, I'm kind of curious too, just in your opinion, I mean, do you think nutrition challenges are beneficial? Do you think, because that's, you're right, the majority of gyms, like especially this time of year, are running challenges. I mean, kind of what is what is your thoughts behind that? You know, maybe what in the end does make them successful? Is it following up with accountability? Should gyms be even thinking about challenges or should they, you know, forego those and think about the long-term nutrition journeys that they need to take their members on? So we approach a challenge, um, the way our system works, it's, uh, we have a phased approach. So phase one is setting someone up with a plan, uh, teaching them the foundations of nutrition. And then phase two is tweaking that plan, biometric testing, ongoing coaching. So part of phase one could technically be a challenge. A lot of people like the challenge. They like the motivation of a group atmosphere. 
you know, at that 30 day mark is typically when people tend to start falling off if you don't get them in a one-on-one setting. So getting people involved in a challenge could be a great way to kickstart a nutrition program or in the new year. Absolutely. People love challenges. But what really needs to happen is setting the expectations from day one when you launch a challenge. Hey, this is the first step of your journey. The next step is going to be dialing it in more on a one-on-one setting. So if you're talking about, you know, what happens next after the challenge and have an option that's like a wellness membership where you're offering nutrition plus ongoing coaching, a challenge could be a great way to get people excited. We're launching a challenge. We're going to have over 50 people in it. It's going to be great at the end of the month. It's the first challenge we've run in a year since we launched the the gym. And people that are doing individual nutrition coaching are stopping that for a month, the ongoing nutrition coaching and jumping in on a challenge because they want that group atmosphere. Awesome. Like let people be in a group. It's going to be fun. We're going to have teams. It's going to be great. They're going to, they're going to love it. But I think the biggest thing is having something after that challenge is over so that there's a support system and the people doing the challenge understand that they need that. You know, there's a reason why less than 20% of people are able to maintain weight loss and it's because they don't have that support system. They go on these super restrictive diets that don't last. And then they're like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to go back to old habits or they have one cheat day that turns into two turns into a week. And then all of a sudden they're, they're back to where they started. So explaining the importance of where a challenge fits in to someone's journey with nutrition will help you help them. Yeah. And that's, I mean, affiliates, that's what we're here for. We're here to help people. So, yeah, that's so true. Um, So, Nicole, if you had to say one reason why the affiliate owner should focus on nutrition in 2018, what would that reason be? Like, if you just had to get it across to them, like, this is why you need to think about nutrition this coming year, or this, I guess we're in this year, this year. Yeah. No, we know that nutrition has to do with 70% of people achieving their health and weight loss goals. So that would be the biggest reason. But then there's so many other things, you know, in improving retention from a gym owner, right? You want your clients to stay longer. If they're seeing results, they're going to stay longer. You're, if you're including nutrition programs and not giving them away for free, which is a whole nother topic of, you know, charging for nutrition services so that people value it and you value your time. Uh, you're going to be having an additional source of revenue for your gym. And you're going to be able to provide an, a coach, whoever's running your program, because hopefully it's not you. As a gym owner, you have so many other things going on. Uh, you're going to provide them with an additional source of revenue. So there's so many things. You know, At the top of it, you're going to be able to help your clients more. But then you're going to be able to help a coach increase the rev, you know, increase the amount of money they're bringing in from your gym, and you're going to increase the amount of money that you're bringing into your gym too. So there's there's so many reasons, so many reasons why. And you know, when you listen to Greg Glassman's podcast, he keeps talking about nutrition being more and more important. And you know, we're doing a disservice if we're not talking about nutrition to our members. We should be, and it should be consistent, not just at the beginning of the year when people want to hear it. it should be all the time so that they're realizing how important it is. Yeah, it needs to be an ongoing conversation. And I love that you brought up charging for services and just the whole issue of charging for anything at all. Guys, you need to charge. You need, yeah. you need money. <laughs> and you're you valuable. Know, Your services are valuable. I think it's really hard for the owner to grasp. 
I could tell you that I made so many mistakes and I just wrote a book talking about the, you know, how to grow a nutrition program from the ground up. And, you know, so many of the mistakes that I made were revolved around charging and valuing my time and really making it so that I'm not going to the office for a 30 minute consult, having a five hour break and then going back for another one you know, not giving discounts because if you give a discount, then that person refers someone else and then they're referring someone else. And now all those people have discounts because they want the same price as the first person. And now your original, now that price is your regular price. So being consistent with your, with your pricing. And, you know, some people don't feel comfortable charging because they don't have a system in place and get that system in place for nutrition, you know, provide resources to your clients so that they're walking away with something. Because how much is a conversation worth? You know, if you're just talking to someone about nutrition, which is how I started really, you know, I'd write all these notes down on a piece of paper and give it to my clients and that they need way more than that. (laughs) So if you have, you know, resources that you're giving to clients and you can really make a consistent, um, you know, when a client comes in, what questions are they what questions are you asking them? How do you formulate a plan? What things are you testing? What do they walk away with? When do they come back? If you make it make it a system, then there's going to be consistency between clients. And when your clients talk to each other, they're not going to say, oh, wait, she didn't do that with me. Why'd she do that with you? You know, you need, you need, it needs to be fair for everyone. And you as a gym owner should be paid for the time that you're spending with, with clients. It's the same thing as personal training. Would you charge for personal training or do you do that for free? Same thing with nutrition. You should be charging. And I think there's a difference between giving content out, uh, for instance, you know, nutrition tips or little videos. Awesome. You need to do that. Give that stuff out. But when you're talking to someone one-on-one about nutrition or running a challenge, running a challenge, you need to charge. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, for sure. And and I think, too, sometimes I feel like owners can get in the fact of, like, even just not charging enough. And I think you guys, I would challenge you to see that you are valuable and that you do have valuable information to give. Kind of like Nicole was saying, like people come to you and pay you for your expertise oftentimes. So you need a, you need a charge like you're an expert um, in fitness and if you're an expert in nutrition, heck yes, charge like you're an expert in nutrition. So yeah, Nicole, that, that is really good advice. Um, I guess kind of, kind of wrapping it up. I'll, you know, let you get on with your day. It's early morning and you have a big day ahead. Um, but any other advice for the affiliate owner when it comes to nutrition and getting that nutrition aspect in the gym, anything else that, you know, you think you could add or, or, uh, impart wisdom upon that you've learned through the years or that you've discovered through HSN? You know, having that phased approach, what I was talking about earlier, so that people understand the expectations that, the nutrition services that you provide aren't just going to be for the first month is going to how you're is going to be how you grow a nutrition program and grow an ongoing coaching program. So definitely doing that. I can't stress the importance of consistency enough between what your coaches are saying, the content that you're put out, the amount of times that you talk about nutrition during a week or a month or even during the year. You know, we can't just talk about nutrition when a challenge is going. We have to talk about it all year long. You need to promote the people that are doing well with the nutrition services that you offer. If you run a challenge and you have 52 success stories from the challenge that you run, you need to be talking about those people to help other people understand that they can do it too with the help with nutrition. 
building nutrition in from day one and then building programs that have nutrition in there. That's what I would say um, would be the biggest things. But the whole book that I wrote is talking all about those mistakes and all how to set a program up. So lots of mistakes I've made. I mean, 10 years in private practice and there's no manual for how to how to run a nutrition program. So <laughs> there's been many. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll have to we'll have to link uh, to Nicole's book on the page so you guys can check that out and, you know, read her about her 10 years worth of mistakes and lessons learned. Um, Nicole, if you had to give an affiliate owner one actionable item that they could do today to get started on this nutrition train and make it a priority, what would you tell them? have a coaches meeting and talk up to your coaches to ensure that everyone's on the same page and make a nutrition board. <laughs> yes, guys, seriously. I mean, those are two, you go to Hobby Lobby right now and buy stuff, like get, get, get a yeah. board going. But I think that's awesome and very, very applicable, very doable today. So affiliates get that meeting set down, go shopping, like arts and crafts, <laughs> who doesn't love arts and crafts? Um, but yeah, awesome. Well, Nicole, thank you so so much. You have been uh, my nutrition guru this year in 2018 so far. <laughs> so um, it's it's been awesome having you on the show. It's awesome having you blog for BoxBro. You guys, I'll link to some of Nicole's blogs on uh, the podcast episode page as well. So you guys can check out some of her writings. Everything she said here is reflected in those uh, articles as well. But yeah, Nicole, thank you so much. Appreciate you being on the show today. It was a true pleasure. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was, it was fun. <laughs> Good. Awesome. Talk soon. Sounds great.